Hey, everybody, this is a preview of today's members episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button, and become a member today. Merkel Media. Hey, if you're a member and you're listening to this right now and you're not listening on the app because you haven't downloaded the app, what are you doing? We have a members-only app right now available on the Apple App Store and on Google Play. If you're a member, go and download it and go ahead and start experiencing the confessionals experience on the members exclusive app. I don't know what you've been waiting for. It's been out for a few weeks, but you should be doing that right now. Go ahead and download it. The confessionals app available on Apple app store and Google play. Now let's get to this members episode right now. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave, and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. Well, the giant moves. He's got a spear in one hand, and he's running really fast, and spears... Dan holds him up like this. Somebody else, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blow this head off. I feel something pulling at my leg. And I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reached my hand into this bush and I touched air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. Talk portals to me, baby. Yep. 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 Welcome to the show, everybody. You're listening to The Confessionals. I'm your host, Tony Merkel. Thanks for being here. If you have a crazy, wild experience you want to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is contact at theconfessionalspodcast.com. That's contact at theconfessionalspodcast.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com. Hit the contact section, and you can reach me that way as well. Either way works for me. Just get a hold of me. Welcome to another member's episode. We got Daniel coming on the show today, and I'm bringing Daniel on a little earlier than I had planned because of what we talked about in this episode. You see, on Tuesday, I talked to Pastor Didio. And now Thursday, I'm talking to Pastor Daniel, and Pastor Daniel and I mentioned Pastor Didio on this recording. I figured, why not put him on today's show since we talked about Tuesday's show on today's show? Does that all make sense? Hopefully it does. But we got Daniel coming on the show today, and he is going to be talking about his experiences with a horned entity, portal talk. His brother saw it, visions, poltergeist stuff. We talk about his friend's possession and then exorcism. This was a really good conversation, and a lot of it circles around the idea of these entities coming in and out of portals. It's a common theme of this show these days, friends. We're talking portals a lot, and it's okay with me. So let's get to Daniel, Pastor Daniel, and his experiences right now. All right, today we got Daniel on the show. Daniel, what's going on, brother? Hey, not too much. Man, listen, 
you and I, we just got done talking a little bit. Uh, you are a pastor out in California, and you are coming on the show to talk about some wild stuff that I love. I love the fact that we're going to be talking about some of this stuff, that, especially the stuff in the beginning here, because uh, I, I'm, I'm really hot on these topics right now. And I love the fact that you're a pastor and you're going to talk to me about some of this stuff. Uh, and I, I recently had uh, a, another pastor on the show, uh, Pastor Alan Didio. I, I, I think that's how I pr you pronounce the last name, Didio. I think he said it goes like video, but Didio, so Didio. Uh, but <laughs> you know, he, he's blowing up on Instagram with like all these Instagram reels that they're putting out where he's talking about monsters in the Bible, portals to hell. And he's he's talking about yeah. like end time, you know, revelation and the prophecies, and and he's in North Carolina. He's not too far from me, uh, and so uh, it was really refreshing to talk with him. And it's kind of fun to have you on too, because uh, you know some of your experience now with Pastor Didio. Uh, we were talking more along the lines of you know, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? You know, but with you, it's like, hey, you saw. You know, and so uh, very, <laughs> yeah. very excited. So I just want to kind of warm the audience up here with, uh, you know, some of the topics we're going to be hitting on. We're going to start off with the the heater story, the one that caught my ear and eye uh, and my heart, uh, where he, <laughs> uh, Daniel and his brother had a, an experience, uh, I believe it was in their bedroom when they were kids, but uh, with a horned entity, portals were involved. And anytime somebody says portal to me, I'm on, I'm like, you're on the show. Uh, and, yeah. uh, but we're going to talk about some of your visions, poltergeist stuff that happened, entities appearing around the house. Uh, you had a friend that was possessed and then exercised. Uh, you also had a, a little bit of a funky experience with, uh, I guess, uh, an exorcism that took place in an apartment. Um, we'll talk about a bunch of different stuff today. We're going to let the kind of conversation guide us. But I definitely want to start off with this horned entity. Uh, so if you could just walk us into this story, how it unfolded for you, what you guys were doing. I'm assuming you're getting ready to go to bed, but how old were you when this all started? I would say I was about <clears throat> maybe maybe five or six years old. So it's an early memory. It's actually one of my earlier memories, but it's still you know crystal clear in my head. Um, I lived in Fresno when I was younger. And uh, <laughs> I don't even know what show it is, but there's a TV show apparently that says that, uh, it, you know, it kind of as a story element, it has the demons being um, cursed to Fresno, not hell. And I, I kind of get that from the inside out, you know, like Fresno's, it, it was kind of not a very nice place for a kid to, to grow up. Um, but <clears throat> where we were, we lived around this kind of um, green belt, I guess you could say. Uh, people in the hills might know what that is. Uh, people in the city, maybe not as much, but basically, um, it's this kind of circular park, like oblong circle park and houses were built around the circle in order to, um, in order to give people kind of a view, uh, of trees and stuff like that in the middle of the city. So, um, people would drive around this late at night and it, their headlights would go into my room. And so <clears throat> where I was sleeping, sleeping, where I was sleeping was, um, I'd have my head against the wall where the window was. And I would just sort of at night, in order to fall asleep, I'd watch the lights kind of travel across the back wall of my room. And um, one night I was laying there and just like I normally do is watching those lights kind of go. And, um, and uh, the light sort of traveled over and it landed on this shadow in my room. 
And, uh, you know, at first I didn't know what I was looking at. I was just kind of like, why is there a shadow in my room? Um, my dad, he used to, um, he used to come in the, the room and do like a, like a, a wolfman thing. And he'd sort of jump in and scare us, you know, and, uh, just kind of for fun, you know, it'd make us laugh, you know, little but did he time, know, <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, this, this time it, that wasn't my dad, you know, cause I'm looking at this humanoid figure. It's got arms and legs, no cloak or anything like that. Just, just a silhouette of arms and legs. And it's really tall. I remember it going almost to the ceiling. And as I'm looking at this thing, kind of my eyes are sort of traveling up because I'm not used to something this tall. And I see horns coming off of its head. And so it's, it's got these horns curving up and around up, uh, kind, well, like a bull, like a, like a bull. Um, and, and <clears throat> at that point, I'm, I, I, I'm kind of confused. You know, I don't know what this is. It's definitely not my dad, you know, and, uh, and, and I'm, I'm pretty scared. And as I'm looking at this, and it's only, you know, these things t- take time to talk about, but it's a matter of a couple of seconds that, that this actually happens, you know, and I'm looking at this and I notice like these spots of light. And this is the, this is the part that I haven't talked about much with people. But, um, as I'm looking at it, I realize I'm not looking at a silhouette. It, it, it's hard to explain, but I was actually looking through something. I was looking through this figure in the shape of a, you know, almost like humanoid. I'm looking through this figure at stars. And, um, and there's a part of it that I don't know if it was my imagination or if it was uh, what I was seeing, but I, re- I remember thinking like sort of like trying to draw lines between the stars you know, kind of like constellations. So I think that was my brain trying to fill in like, what is this? But I kind of remember lines. But the thing that I do definitely remember seeing was I'm looking through this humanoid silhouette into stars. Um, and, uh, and, you know, I've tried for many years to understand what exactly that thing could be. Um, I don't know if this was some kind of a, 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 a being that's also a doorway, uh, if, if it is in and of itself some kind of portal, um, if it was, I, I don't know if it was inviting me sort of into itself. I don't know. All I know is it shows up and there's this, there's this humanoid gap and I'm not looking at stars on the skin. I'm looking at stars through it for sure. Uh, very bizarre situation. Very weird. That is wild. Uh, and your brother saw <laughs> this as well? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, when I see this thing, I, I start screaming, you know, I'm, I'm doing some, some, uh, gender bending screaming, you know, and, uh, and I jump out of my bed and I run in down the hall and, uh, you know, I go into my, my parents' room and, you know, they get up. So clearly my dad wasn't in the room at the time, you know, my dad and my mom both jump up and they run down the hall with me and we come in and my brother's still in bed. And, um, and, uh, Later on, I asked him, I was like, how did you stay in bed? Because, you know, he, he, he affirmed or confirmed that he saw this thing as well. And, um, and actually only a couple of months ago, he reconfirmed this. He called me up. He's like, do you remember that horned thing in our room? And I was like, yeah, I've been wondering if you'd seen that for a long time. Like I've been wondering if he had had this in his memory as well, but we come back into the room and he's still laying there and, and we turn on the lights and kind of we'll calm down. And I ask him, his name is Tony, by the way. I said, Tony, um, how in the world, good name, <laughs> uh, 
how in the world did you stay there? Like, how did you have the courage to stay in the room? And his response was, he said, I was, I was frozen. I couldn't move. And I said, well, I mean, that wasn't my experience. You know, why were you frozen? I didn't understand at that point in my life what it meant to be frozen stiff, you know, in fear. And his response was, he said, I couldn't move because I saw something else crawling between our beds. So there was something else. There was a standing horned portal thing in the room. And then between our beds, there was something else that was crawling down between our beds. And he said, he, he just didn't, he, he was frozen stiff and didn't have the ability to move at that point, you know? Um, but uh, I have no idea. I have no idea how to explain what I saw. You know, people ask me and they'll, you know, there's no way to prove what I saw. All I know is I saw it. I saw this weird thing in my room. And once the lights were on, gone. It wasn't there anymore. You know, I don't know. Maybe it used itself as a portal and left the room. <laughs> you know, I have no idea. Uh, when, but, you, when you saw the constellations, was it only within the figure or were there constellations on the outside as well? Nope. Only within the silhouette. Only within this sort of dark shape. Huh. So it looked like if I was standing in front of it, it looked like I could have reached through and, 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 you know, pointed at the stars. That's what it looked like. And there was nothing else around that. Wow. So he sees a figure crawling between the beds. Uh, mm -hmm. He wasn't able to describe what he saw though, other than just a figure. Uh, all I, all I remember, um, this is part of it that I, I can't say for sure because it's been so long since he's described that other creature. But if, if I remember right, he has said that it was um, naked. It was like there was, it wasn't like wearing clothes, you know, it wasn't like a gnome or something, you know, um, but it was naked and crawling between our beds. So, mm. um, so that's, that's all I can say about that one. That, that's, that's more his experience than mine, you know? Yeah. It's, it's interesting. And the fact that he couldn't move, uh, it sounds like he's not describing it as paralysis, right? Or was he? Like, was he saying that he tried moving, he couldn't move? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I would say that he was just sort of scared stiff, but I wouldn't call it the same thing as sleep paralysis. Um, sleep paralysis seems like something that it's doing to you, right? Or it's like something sitting on top of you or sort of controlling your mind in some way. I've had sleep paralysis before, uh, you know, a couple times. And um, nothing sitting on top of me, but definitely something that was making me not be able to move, you know. But I think he was just more describing something, more of a, the natural phenomenon of fear, just kind of keeping you in place, you know. Okay. So yeah, because yeah. I, I wasn't because at first I started thinking. I mean, if he couldn't move and it, and it was paralysis, I wouldn't say sleep paralysis because not nobody was sleeping around that. Uh, but no. To me, I was thinking maybe he was he was the target, and you were actually the byproduct of observing the situation. But uh, if that's not the case, it may, I I do wonder. I'm I'm wondering why, why? Well, why did it happen to begin with? You know, uh, yeah. clearly you guys both saw at the same time. I mean, it, it, to me, it, it sometimes when you have these situations. It makes me feel like you were meant to experience it, you know? Because, I mean, easily you could have been sleeping through it. He could have slept through it. But the fact that you both experienced it, uh, and it also makes you wonder how many times do these things happen to people and they don't know it happened because, you know, they're sleeping. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. But <laughs> the that's a good question because for many years uh, I have had a hard time sleeping because I thought that thing could show up in our room again. You know, I'm not one of those guys that covers you know the the head with the blanket. I want to see what's around me. And for many years, that exact question was on my mind. Um, what if this thing shows up again and I'm asleep? I don't want to be asleep when it happens. I want to, I want to yeah. be able to scream and run. You know? Yeah. There's a good chance that, uh, there's a good chance you can't control that even if you wanted to. Uh, now what's interesting is that he saw something crawling on the floor. You saw the shadow see through entity, whatever you want to call it. That what you saw, did, was it moving at all or was it stationary, like stiff as a board? Um, I think it was moving as much as a person would if they were standing, you know, just not, not, not perfectly stationary, but, you know, just standing there watching us essentially. Yeah. Hmm. No movement though. It wasn't like, you know, coming at one of us, but I have, I have wondered the same thing. I have actually thought that um, perhaps it was after him. And so I had the normal human reaction of being able to run out and he was somehow held in place. Maybe, I don't know, but that's, I've wondered that. You know what? Sometimes my imagination goes during these recordings and uh, I think it's happening right now. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I have no, no backing up. There's nothing to back this up other than just my imagination going crazy. Uh, but what if, what your brother saw crawling through the room uh, was was in fact what you saw standing there. And what happened is it appeared in the room. And when it when it when it appears like through through some kind of portal type situation, and it it, it like it moves out of its aura hmm. and the aura itself is still there and you're able to see where <laughs> it came from and then when it's ready to leave it kind of goes back into that place and it fills in the 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 void that it left when it moved out of the portal thing and it just disappears and goes you know yeah that's interesting yeah We're, i mean it's funny you're you've listened to the story for now like you know what five minutes and you're already like there's there's a theory you know yeah. i've been thinking about this for years and i never came up with that you know <laughs> but what's What's funny is um, it, what that does is it triggers an, a, a thought for me, a, a, a theory, I guess. Um, what, if, what if that thing was the transportation device for the other thing that was between our rooms, uh, between our beds, you know? Um, and so in my thinking about this uh, for many years, I have, um, I have, you know, listened to a lot of podcasting and, you know, watched some shows and things like that. And I will say that there is such a thing as a, I guess, sentient, um, transportation device, you know, I, I don't know how to put it, but, uh, if you, if you listen to some of the stories about Skinwalker Ranch and I, you've, I think been to Skinwalker Ranch, right? If I remember right. Yeah. Um, jealous, <laughs> it's very jealous, <laughs> but, um, but they talk about, you know, like an orb will show up and at times they can see through it. This is something that really like woke me up when I heard it. They, they said that at times you can see through it to like blue sky somewhere else. And I thought that's a lot like the description, and yet the the orb itself seems to be moving on its own in in some of these accounts, like it's got its own sentience, you know, and yet it's also this it's a portal it's it's a way through to somewhere else, and they've even described where uh, a being will come out of one of these orbs 
that, that you know, we think of it more like a three-dimensional item, but really it's more like a hole in, I don't know, the space-time continuum or whatever, you know, it's a hole that you can go through and they'll see beings coming out of it. So I wonder if that other being, that other creature between our beds was using the other thing as a portal to get there, you know, to get to us. And maybe yeah. its interest was more in my brother. Could be. Yeah. Uh, I think that what you're talking about is definitely something that uh, I don't want to say it's possible, but it's possible. Uh, you're you're saying yeah. things that that I that I'm like, yeah, yep, 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 yep. You know, <laughs> like uh, yeah. so the um, so all right, it it that de- there definitely can be a dualization, dual dual reality here or whatever, where it's like. Um, the thing that was crawling on the floor used something else to to get there. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So so I I recently I don't really I don't watch the Skinwalker Ranch show, but I I recently was uh, made aware. Somebody told me that they've been looking at the portal option a lot recently. Is that true? Mm-hmm. You, uh, you know? I haven't watched Skinwalker Ranch um, recently, but uh, I know that there's a couple seasons that I haven't seen. I've seen I think two seasons. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, but the portal thing did come up. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to look into it because uh, it, it's interesting that if they're if they're going that route, um, man, there's so like there's so many things that you just said that I, I I'm now drawing blanks on what I wanted to talk about and what I wanted to say. <laughs> but I, I would say that there needs to. I don't want to say there needs to be, but under certain uh, ways of thinking about these topics. Uh, there, there needs to be uh, um, there there needs to be two. Uh, there there needs to be a, a vehicle, but also the mm-hmm. entity that's coming. Right. Uh, right. And, yeah. And then there's the the idea of being a portal in of yourself that is interesting because. We talked about Ooh. what's that? Oh no! Keep going. I, I want to hear what you're saying about okay. this. This is interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, so being a portal within yourself or itself, because uh, I had a guy on the show for episode five ten, and uh, his name's Hunter, and he he talked about running into a dog man with his son here in Tennessee. But the thing is the dog man that he saw with his son, he first saw in what he thought was a dream. And so somehow what he thought was a dream came into this existence. And we just ventured, like, (laughs) so like we, we, we can venture into these ideas of like, how is that possible? Did like, did it visit you in your dream? And then it found a way here or did it visit you in, or did, did you visit it? in your supposed dream that something happened because they don't understand how the brain totally works yet. Uh, But what if there is some kind of, for lack of better terminology, portal within ourselves and in our minds that that opens up. And sometimes when we leave to come back to this reality and realm through that mind portal, uh, things can (laughs) follow. And it's just like, I I, like it's trippy, but, uh, 
you know, I'm, I'm a former trucker, trucker now podcaster, so don't take my word for it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's a fascinating idea because, I mean, what better uh, access from the spirit world to the real world, to the physical world, I should say. I think both worlds are real. But what better access than a person who is both physical and spiritual? And that's all of us, right? We're all physical and spiritual. So we're in some sense, we're a meeting place between, as some people say, heaven and earth, you know, uh, maybe hell and earth too, you know, but I wonder if there is some kind of use of the person to manifest, you know, that's fascinating. Uh, as soon as a person believes, you know, they can manifest yeah. through that. And, and, and so this is getting woo woo and you're a pastor. You shouldn't be talking <laughs> this way, but um, it, it, yeah, right. don't say anything that gets you in trouble. I'll, I'll say that stuff. Okay. Uh, but, um, it's really, it's really interesting. And it's really, uh, when you bring up the idea of us being, uh, physical beings, but also spiritual beings, Mm -hmm. that spiritual being side of things, uh, is untapped as far as our understanding goes. And there's so many different things to go about it and think about where like one, uh, I believe that's probably how the Nephilim survived is by being somehow, uh, maybe they maybe they can open portals, but maybe they are portals within themselves, and they are able to to translate or 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 teleport into <laughs> other realms. Um, yeah. But there there's um there's also this like the, this idea that I, I've been thinking about recently, where you know the fall of man uh, and how all that looked. How did we look before the fall of man? Uh, like like it wasn't. I, I don't think. That it was just as simply as we are what we were then. It's just we did naughty, and God said, "No more garden for you." <laughs> like I feel like yeah. the more the more I look into this stuff, the more I'm thinking, man, maybe like the Garden of Eden, because we don't know where the freaking garden is. Like like they say, oh, it's being guarded by an angel. I'm like, where's the freaking angel? Like where's this garden yeah. at? You know, right. like but we're 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 <laughs> yeah. physical beings living in a physical exi- existence looking for a physical garden and visually physically seeing an angel. But what if when we were in the garden, we were much more than just these physical beings? Like what if like our spiritual makeup was much more present and in the foreground than what it is now yeah. and and when we got kicked out of the garden, we're not just getting kicked out of the garden. Maybe the garden was a realm of itself that we got kicked out of. And now we, we've been d- downgraded to this physical existence, being spiritual beings in a jail cell of this physical body. <laughs> and yeah. and then, um, and, and that, to me, that makes sense. Like, it, may, yeah, it, may, it right. makes sense. And it's like, okay, so like, like God's like, you know, hey, you're going to be working now physically, sucker. And guess what, ladies? You're <laughs> physically going to feel those kids. You shouldn't have eaten yes, the fruit, yeah. you know? And it's just yeah. like, it, but, but like, it's like this, this yeah. downgrade. But then, but then there's also this uh, bringing sin into the world. So we were in the world. We, we, we uh, you know, that, so that, that's why I feel like there's this whole other side of the spiritual existence that we have been kind of like handcuffed from, like, like with like it's like that's no more for you like and and, and yeah. when 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 this is all said and done and you know new earth created kind of thing like are we going to be it's like coming out of the jail cell and we're like ah we're we're we we are these we are these same creatures but we have more now we have we've been given back what we were meant to have to begin with you know like i don't know if that even makes sense what i just said but it's 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 a work in progress on how i've been thinking 
So I'm going to get myself in trouble here um, and talk a little bit about some of the things I've been studying because I think it touches into some of the things that you're saying there. This was a preview of today's member episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to the confessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button and become a member today.